0: Welcome back to The Empire's New Clothes. If you've been listening for a while, you'll realize that this is the last episode of season one. We're taking a break and for the next six months, we're going to drill down and create a podcast miniseries where every episode is a single pillar of an empire, a single topic. We'll stack them all together, maybe eight or ten of them. We're not even sure exactly which ones are going to be in there yet. And we're gonna drill down and look for a single thread that runs throughout. Something that undergirds everything and connects it all together. It's an ambitious project, we're very excited. And over the next six months as we're working on this, if you'd like to keep up to date with what we're doing and when the release is gonna be, check out, go to our website, it's in the show notes below and just click on subscribe. We're not gonna hit you with emails all the time, we'll just let you know when the release date is. And with that, uh, Dylan and I are going to discuss some of the great episodes we had and dive a little more into what this next project is going to look like. You know, we did start a year ago. We've been putting episodes out for pretty much exactly a year, um, though we started probably a year before that uh, with not like full time, but researching and doing some preliminary interviews. So we've not been at this for a while. Mm-hmm. And... So yeah, it was actually really interesting exercise to go back thinking, what are some of the highlight episodes? I can't even, there's not, it's impossible. It was actually really fun to go and look and and see, wow, we've talked to so many fascinating folks and had some really interesting conversations. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I I did kind of make a bullet point, just topic-based. You know, we spoke with everyone about history, but a specific one that stands out is um, Alexander Mariotti. He's, he's actually a historian. We talked a lot about Rome. The, the title of that one was If uh, if Romans Could Tweet. So that was a great episode. Go check that one out. I was, um, I was slightly politics. confused
1: when the title came out. I was like, my brain just <laughs> went to someplace. If Romans could tweet. Yeah, it was good. It's actually his real Real Caesar, you know, at Real Caesar or something. You know, I'd love to exactly. go through the, the, the archives of that one. Um, yeah, it was interesting how every, you know, this show is about history, in a sense, because one of the, the things that we talk about all the time is how um, nothing, there's nothing really, there's nothing really new, you know, there's, the, the, there's lots mm-hmm. of cycles, there's obviously new technology, or there's new contexts, but the, the forces that, that drive empires to gain power, and then to, to lose power or to lose, you know, cohesion, are just evergreen, they they keep coming back they seem to we seem to forget and then they reappear and so you know it seemed like alexander was an amazing episode i feel like every single episode you could find there's a piece of history there's a piece of um trying to understand kind of where we've come from before for sure Mm -hmm. you know we uh i really enjoyed the politics and uh there's like a there's, there's a there's a theme there's a thread in the show about politics like lawrence wilkinson was a you know amazing perspective he's really good really great perspective kind of drawing a lot of information from his experience of the vietnam war and um and then kind of drawing that forward and actually applying it to some of the situations we're we're in currently and then justice with xavier ramey and eric kaufman were really great episodes kind of thinking about how that you know the idea perspectives of that coin totally you know justice being just like can people expect something, you know, like consistent in our culture, in 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 this empire?
0: Um, yeah, and then around that same time, uh, we spoke with Paul Kingsnorth, which that was a fascinating episode. He was an environmentalist, um, kind of burnt out now, more of like an intellectual, just thinking about what it means to be a person right now in the uh world we've created which is dominated by market forces like how do you navigate your individuality and humanity in the midst of this uh machine that like doesn't stop um it's it's light it's dark it actually all Hail Russell Brand, he put a video out about 2 weeks ago that had a basically the same title and it sent tons of viewers so that um that episode just had a second wind.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it's really fun to see the comments, too, people people re- uh, resonating with who like kind of a hopeful a hopeful view, you know. Our title the title mm-hmm. is The Great Reset Without the Conspiracy. So it's kind of like how to think about things becoming new but like how to kind of rethink empire and power and kind of our general orientation, but without perhaps some of the uh, class warfare or culture war uh, built into it. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was a, uh, it was a really great episode. It's interesting. Like one thing that we're thinking about, you know, as we've done, as you've done these interviews and as we have, as a team, as you know, look, re- listen to them and researched and talked through the show. Like one of the things that we've, come back to is that the, you know, these different pillars of society, these different, um, these different areas. And as we were going through these episodes, actually, these are kind of, as we've done these interviews, the different things have come to the forefront, different pillars of like kind of what, what an empire or what, you know, a cultural cohesion like kind of stands on can, can actually sit on Mm -hmm. it and rest upon. So yeah, that, that idea of actually being able to live within the actual natural habitat that we inhabit without you know in some kind of sense of uh that it could survive survive us and we could survive it was like a, a really uh, insightful episode um yeah we've, ta- we've talked a ton about economics and the financial system and there's you know, been a few business there's been a few <laughs> and, and 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 probably because that area of the world certainly drives a lot of these other it impacts all these other areas that we're talking about right politics and the environment mm-hmm. and justice, all these things. So, you know, we had a great episode with Lynn Alden about how a reserve currency ends, how the U.S. dollar, the petrodollar, like how that comes to comes to a close or not, you know, different, different systems yeah. in the past where we, that the world economic system is been based upon. And I think you, you guys, Simon Mikhailovich was also a really incredible interview that you did.
0: Yeah. Very fascinating character. Interviewed him twice. So if you're a newer listener, um, Lynn Alden was super in the beginning. Go check that one out. Explains what the petrodollar system is. And then, you know, possible end scenarios for that. Not in like a doomsday way, but just all things that start end (laughs) in one sense. And so then, um, Simon, very fascinating fellow, um, great great dive into the great financial crisis because he took the opposite side shorted that whole thing and then um had you know explains all his views coming out after the other side Hmm. um and then we also spoke with some other great financiers speculators hedge fund managers um but about china we spoke with jim rogers he's um you know, quite famous investor uh, worked with what is it, George Soros um, with the Quantum Fund in the 80s. Mm. So, anyways, spoke with Jim. He's very pro China that China's going to take over the US. Then we spoke with Mike Green of Simplify Investing, or uh, they are on their ETFs. Um, and he has the opposite side. So, both really th- well thought out perspectives on China. Uh, we also mm-hmm. have a few great ones with crypto. Uh, I spoke with Michael Ippolito. He's one of the, was he the CEO
1: of Blockworks? Blockworks, yeah. And he's so one he, of the startups of Blockworks. I, I really actually highly recommend that episode and and often to friends of mine who are looking into crypto, I'll I'll recommend that episode. It's like, you should talk to somebody who's actually in this world and trying to build something from it. But one of the greatest sections of it was where you ask him like, hey, what's your biggest like doubt, what's, what you know, how, do you doubt? And, and he, and he actually, you know, he's shows that he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's... actually a sane person in this area. Yeah. and he says, Hey, like, here, here, here's the downsides. Here's like, you know, this isn't, this isn't uh, here's the possibilities for how this could go wrong. And so that was really refreshing um, actually, as mm-hmm. opposed to just rah, rah, this is, this is gonna, uh, you know, this is an immutable, uh, you know, vehicle for human uh, flourishing. You know, <laughs> he he, yeah. he clearly could see that this was another thing that people would have to work at to like make work properly. And yeah, yeah, that was really great.
0: And, and then also D- spoke Dio. with yeah. Well, even before mm-hmm. that, we spoke with um Jeff Booth. He's also very pro crypto from a very different perspective. More like macroeconomic forces are going to force us to adopt this. You know, I want his uh, thoughts to speak for him but definitely check mm-hmm. that one out it's a very interesting episode he's gotten a bit of um possible more fame than he was hoping for lately i think he's one of the ones who um got his account frozen by the canadian government recently
1: oh interesting um, interesting i did see that he was supporting the supporting the truck convoy <laughs> i saw a few yeah. uh, group chats he was he was he was on uh interesting but i mean i think his he's really you know fire thinking about what he's concerned about, like what he was sharing about in his episode, you know, like there is this concern for people, like just their everyday person who's walking through life, making their US dollar, you know, at work, and seeing the value of that kind of slowly crumbling or, you know, making their wherever they live, their Euro, their, you know, <laughs> their pound, and seeing that actually be, um, you know, inflated, uh, deflated, whatever, no, inflated, you know, the value of it going away. And he's, mm-hmm. he's a real big proponent of allowing technology and the def- to deflate. Um, yeah. You know, deflation. Yeah, his, b- a big his fan of cor- that. So.
0: Sorry, I keep stepping all over you.
1: It's okay. Let's step all over you. It's all right. <laughs>
0: his, his core thesis is basically technology's exponential and technology's deflationary. So, this is an exponential deflationary wave hitting the developed the world economy, and we're fighting that with inflation. And so eventually one will win. He theorizes the technology deflationary wave will win. And we'll have to change our entire economic framework. And he sees crypto as the path through that. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in crypto, check all those episodes out. Hopefully there's some uh, perspectives on both sides that are well rounded. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
1: true, true. There's no um, if I actually want an episode that we recorded with uh who was it bandy lee perhaps mm-hmm. um she mentioned the idea that if you don't have doubt if you are is this correct for it might yes do, do you remember the like the idea of like you know how do you know if a patient has psychosis or has a mental you know has a problem with processing the information they're taking in from the world it's if they believe something and they and they hold zero doubt there's no room for doubt it's It's very like like a very fundamentalist kind of like mindset of like if i if i doubt at all this everything will crumble and the problem often is not with bitcoin or the us dollar or whatever it's like it's actually that people have to believe in something and they become almost religiously attached to i Mm -hmm. cannot doubt you know, so it's like the Bitcoin thing, where it's like I cannot listen to Mike Green or Stephen Deal tell me about the actual weaknesses that might exist here, and that's I think you know part of our cultural problem. If we're going to jump off an empire cultural cliff, you know, like a th- that is probably going to come while everybody's screaming la 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 la. You know, and I can't <laughs> listen to anybody else and jump off the cliff, right? So. Um, so yeah, I definitely encourage even those who are really you know excited about crypto to to check out Stephen Deal and his his thinking on that because it'll uh, it'll help you think deeper about it.
0: Exactly, and you know on that note, um, I wrote a few, couple quotes down. Uh, so linking back to Paul Kingsnorth, he spoke about that. He says um, nobody can agree because they feel that if the other side wins, their entire world disappears and all of their meaning disappears as well. So I think that really speaks to possibly why we are inclined to avoid doubt right now. But actually, it can be a great way, a great conduit to question your beliefs and have perhaps a little more common ground with people that you're either slightly opposed with or radically opposed with.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, and 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 doubt doesn't actually have to be, yeah, sorry, (laughs) doubt doesn't have to be diametrically opposed to like, you know, if you, um, if you believe something like it actually can strengthen, you know, to take in an alternative position Mm -hmm. and actually test and refine what you believe is, is a very useful, useful thing to actually having like genuine, (laughs) genuine belief in something. It's not that we're trying to be unmoored and completely not, not have take positions. It's just that to, to deny the other person, any position means that we, are actually incredibly insecure about our own position so you know it's, yeah. it's it's helpful it's helpful to to take in other information go on bradford yeah. i'm sorry i interrupted oh the, no i was see. just I was one of yeah, the other quotes i'm super curious train yeah <laughs> um
0: so then we we uh hit on real estate and the american dream with nick um, He's. A really great thinker and I definitely recommend that episode. He has uh, great economic, macroeconomic perspectives of the US real estate market, but he also has a lot of more philosophical thoughts of what is the American dream? How is that perhaps changing? How is that impacting us? And then he has this idea of the frontier, how mm. America has always had its own vision and sort of discovery of the frontier either literally or uh, more philosophically in our uh, capitalist framework and mm. so that as a really great episode yeah a um, really
1: great episode he has some really interesting big ideas about education and immigration which I thought were really interesting You know, just mm-hmm. just uh, you know I, I would I would say check out his episode for for the full for the full meal, you know, of, of, of his thoughts. But uh, yeah. the little the little snack is that he, uh, you know, he really thinks about, uh, quite deeply about how we invest a lot of money in our public institutions and, and, and education in this country. Um, and then, uh, you know, we have international students come in and then we educate them. And then we only allow like a quarter of them or a third of them to actually stay and build this economy. And we force mm-hmm. two thirds of the most highly educated Uh, you know, business people and to go back to competitors to compete against us. And, you know, he, he was just, uh, you know, he just had some really interesting thoughts about the combining that idea of the, you know, the frontier, like that need to continue developing. And if we're starting to turn inwardly and actually kind of like shoot ourselves in the foot by being Mm -hmm. like, here's a great education. Now go compete against me, uh, from, you know, go back to China, compete against us and, uh, you know, just because of like ideological frameworks that um, you know would preference that they that somebody not stay. It's, it's so, anyways, so he had some great. That's that's the snack. That's the incomplete. That's like the <laughs> that's like the sugary the sugary version of it. Okay, but you got to go check out Nick's, exactly. uh, Nick's full thoughts.
0: And for you Canadians, uh, we uh, there was a great interview with Steve Szeretsky. He's um, he's a little bit like uh, Nick's counterpart in Canada. He's macro focused real estate. A um, little less of the philosophical on that one, but also great episode. If you mm-hmm. have a lot of thoughts about Canadian real estate market, yeah, um, if you can't afford
1: if you can't afford to buy a home. Uh, listen to Steve Stretsky, <laughs> 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 you'll understand why. <laughs> exactly, he will. <won't, laughs> he might not I help you find punches. that home, but
0: <laughs> yeah, that's dark. <laughs> um, so, and then we have a lot of great episodes about. Uh, sociology, psychology, psychiatry, all these mm. E's, and a few of the many that stand out is a recent one, Anna Lemke, and then an older one, Lisa Barrett Feldman. So darn mm-hmm. it, Lisa Feldman Barrett. I keep doing that. Sorry, Lisa. Yeah.
1: Lisa, if you're out there, Bradford, Bradford still cares. Bradford still cares. Um, no, yeah, Anna Lemke was. I, I was fascinated by. You know, she's an an addiction specialist. Like she she studied um, how addiction works in the brain, and her wrote
0: a great book that's
1: on all the shelves right now too. Yeah, it's it was it was a really fascinating episode just to see the almost like the way we're possibly addicted to the drama like the drama that's actually hurting us as a society, mm-hmm. but like we're quite via our we're, we're dopamine. actually via the dopamine sy- like system in our body, just kind of, mm-hmm. um, interacting with the, with media and, and other things. And of course, you know, if, if she also covers, you know, hard drugs or whatever too, but, uh, <laughs> you know, both, both, which are both, both, which are not great for cultural cohesion. Um, and, uh, Lisa Feldman Barrett, she's, uh, you know honestly i've been a fan of hers for for years uh all the way since she wrote a book called how emotions are made which i think is just like a really you know if you've ever been confused about why you react certain ways like even i think that the the truck convoy in canada is a great example of of like i'd love you know i love to think about like why do i react a certain way when somebody says this and somebody else reacts a completely different way you know we're two maybe we can sit down and talk it's actually important to understand like where emotions come from and that they aren't an automatic. And, and, and actually it, it, it's a really, um, it's a huge topic for just how do we live together Mm -hmm. and understand each other. So it was um, fascinating to me. So I'm glad we had that discussion with her.
0: Yeah. Well, that's a quick flyover. Um, So what we're going to be doing is this is the last episode, weekly episode coming out. And we're going to take the next half year or so, we don't have a hard date for you just yet, but what we're going to do is put together a 810 something part series where every episode we drill into one of these big pillars, one of these main topics that impact the rise and fall of an empire and and what that has to do with the U.S. today possibly declining? Uh, of course, that's the mm-hmm. question. And so the th- mm-hmm. we'll have these core themes running through all of this. And the goal is we're imagining fast forward 10 years, Empire's New Clothes, it's everywhere. We have tons of great content. And hopefully we can point someone back and and they're like, oh, I would really love to dive in, but you have so much stuff. Well, check out this series. It's the foundation. It's going to get you up to speed. It's going to put you on board to figure out kind of like understand what some of these because some of these topics are they have their own language and it's really confusing and it's like Mm. you know what's a bond how does that work what's what's the dopamine system in my brain how are like these random things across all society connected in in different topics like trust power uh the core of humanity like what does it mean to be human in the systems that we create Mm and we operate within. And so we're going to try to put all these things together in a really cohesive, thematic way. And if you want to check out more of what we're doing and some updates, we'd encourage you to go to our website and uh, subscribe to the mailing list. So we'll let you know when these release dates are coming out. Um, Mm -hmm. And I should probably know the URL of our website.
1: But it's okay. Check, check it. It's in the show notes, everyone. it's <laughs> yeah, okay. Thank you. <laughs> it'll, yeah, be, so- it'll be great. I'm re- we're really looking forward to putting these like taking some of these you've 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 heard some great wide ranging like really in-depth conversations with amazing guests this year. and we're really looking forward to going away and thinking deeply and connecting connecting some dots and actually putting some of those things side by side, you know mm-hmm. so you can so you can actually understand, you know, how the psychology and, you know, like these different pillars, how they are actually holding up. And, and, you know, when one, when one weakens, it actually weakens other areas. So we're really looking forward to to being able to tell you that story in season two. So yeah, watch for it. It's going to be, we, uh, we thank you for watching this year and we look forward to bringing you some, some more interesting empire's new clothes
0: mm-hmm so i'll i'll just end with two quotes by alexander mayorody the historian he of course believe it to the historian to have these like great and cap en- encapsulated concepts um so he he says the very fallible belief in one's own immortality as an empire or a society is exactly what's happened in america and then the last one here is Generations from now, will look back at this moment in history and say, what a missed opportunity. And I love that one because it really encapsulates, so I'm just like really using that word right now. It it really embodies the, uh, I'd say just the core motivations of why we started this project in the first place. Um, If you perhaps don't know, the original uh, name was the Kairos moment. And we ditched it because you had to explain what Kairos was to every single person. That's just not never going to work. But, but what it means is, uh, I think the actual definition is something along the lines of a propitious moment in time necess- necessitating great action or change. It's something along those lines. And so it's the idea that there's a big culmination, a big moment where it's kind of make or break. And you can either act or not act. And there's no guaranteed good outcome. Though there's the definite possibility of hope. And so that's why we started this entire project to begin with is because we saw and we're worried and we're confused just like everyone else of what's happening in our nations and our societies. And we're just trying to figure out what's going on and how might we come out on the other side and what what changes could we enact today? exactly as alexander said with that quote so well
1: it's been a great journey bradford and i know i'm looking forward to and you're looking forward to uh, researching and doing the development and we look forward to seeing everybody and in season two wonderful bye for now